Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Taylor, a podcast about people for people. Welcome to Taylor, a space where we as millennials talk about the issues that matter to us. We explore the moments in life which moved, challenged, and shaped us into the people we are. We're here to laugh, share, listen, and talk about it all. That is so good. There we go. There you go. Just, just a bit. <laughs> just a taste. It's not as good as... <laughs> uh, okay. Um, well, first off, um, let's start. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> How broad do I need to go? <laughs> nah, I just like your name. How old you are? My name is Madeline. I'm 22. I always forget that I'm 22. Have you caught on to your age yet? Oh, my... Uh, yeah, kind of, because... Well, I haven't had to use it. No. But I feel like I'm going to be stuck in the age of 20 forever. I, uh, it, uh. Which is a shit age, because nobody trusts 20-year-olds. <sighs> but, like, I don't know, I'm kind of weirded out about getting old. Like, really? I, I like being in my 20s. <laughs> I need a burp. <laughs> 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 That's my physical reaction to thinking about getting old. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's just like a, or maybe it's just because I feel like I don't have like my shit together. So that's why I'm like, yeah, it's freaky. I'm like, I'm like twenty, and I've got friends who are like nineteen, and I'm like, wow, your life is just starting. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's one year. It's <laughs> one year difference. Uh, but still, yeah. Uh, I don't know, but so Maddie and I are going to be talking about hair. 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 At this point, you should break it up into your monologue. (laughs) I literally only just realized today. So everyone, um, I know Maddie because we did the vagina monologues together and Maddie is, do you call yourself an actress or an actor? I normally just say performer. Performer? But I don't know why. I don't know why. Why do you say that? Because I feel like. Maybe in lots of the things that I've done, like, vagina monologues were one of the first things that I did with, just as an actor. Mm. So in the stuff that I do with friends, I write or create or am part of the directing process and perform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like it's easier just, it's like more all-encompassing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Than to be like, I'm an actor or actress. But I wouldn't, I think I would say actor. Yeah. Because I just don't think about, I just forget that actress is a separate Thing, yeah, which totally. is not, but like, you know, I just forget that it's a word that people use. Yeah, me too. I, like, I don't know who it was, but I was reading something and then people were like, oh, it's sexist to be, like, actress, mm. which I guess I understand because in the end you're doing the same it's thing. It's the same job, yeah. That you don't, but then that's like with so many, like, words that I don't really know, but yeah. 
Anyways, so I know Maddie through the vagina monologues and how did I even come to know that you were like growing out your armpit hair? I think maybe I came into a rehearsal one day and I announced it because I thought that I smelled really bad. I was like, and you smell, you thought you, yeah, I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. Just like, I forgot to put deodorant on today and nobody, it was kind of like one of those self-defense mechanisms where like, mm. if I, if I call myself out, nobody else it's, is going to call myself out. That is call so myself, funny. Call me out. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think I announced it and I was like, look, I'm growing out my armpits. <laughs> this is the situation. Just like stay a little bit further away from me than normal, especially because in cunt, I like, my oh, arms up the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. and you guys just would be wafting towards your face. Cunt is a scene, by the way, but we're, yes. we're not just saying cunt. <laughs> it's a scene in the vagina monologues. That is so funny because right now I feel like I smell. You, I don't smell you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Would you like I love that there was just silence and it was like a I was trying to, I thought I'd give you a, like a good an honest answer now I feel like I'm gonna sweat and smell and my jumper. let me just take my jumper but no it's smelling. literally that thing where you're like you're like oh my god um I feel like I smell so much and it's like all in your head and you're like you know thinking about what other people are like thinking of you yeah. sort of thing um but yeah so Maddie told everyone that she's yeah. growing up her armpit hair <laughs> yeah. and I was like whoa and because I really wanted to do something on like hair because it was something that like fascinated me like for me I do shave yeah like my armpits but I remember a while back it was like I don't even know like I was with a guy sort of thing and I hadn't shaved for like a year no 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 no, no not a year a month <laughs> Those are very different time frames. <laughs> Cynthia's months are years. Ah, and I remember feeling like really embarrassed to like mm. lift like my arms up. And I think it was like a point that he was like, not to get all like, ah, here, but he was like mm. taking up my top. But I remember like not really wanting that yeah, because. Right. I was like, I don't know, I haven't... Self-conscious. Yeah, yeah. But, like, what prompted you to decide to not shave? Well, my aunt's bit... I hadn't shaved my legs in about eight months at this point, I think. Okay. So I haven't shaved my legs in a very long time. (laughs) And that wasn't a conscious choice. That was just I stopped shaving one day, and then the next day I also didn't shave. And then after that I didn't shave, and then it felt like pointless to then start shaving i don't know it kind of wasn't a specific decision um it was maybe just out of laziness yeah yeah. and out of kind of not caring and i also thought that leg hair at the time it was summer and i was like i can show off my leg hair and all of these oh shorts and skirts and like wahoo like (laughs) i thought that was really cool that i could then show it off not in a like look at me i have leg hair Mm. like i just thought it looked cool yeah yeah um not in a political statement way yeah And then my armpits, I had just finished doing a show where the other two people that I was in a show with, a girl and a guy, they Um, both had armpit hair. What show was that? (laughs) It was Sometimes It's Not Like the Sun. Oh, the one that you wrote. Oh, you're a performer. Pat Mitchell, I'm a performer. (laughs) (laughs) That came out really like, you're a performer, but that's like not what I meant, but like, you're a performer. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I had shaved my armpits for that show. And I, the day afterwards, I was like, oh, no, I don't, I feel left out. 
both the guy and the girl in the show have armpit hair and now it looks uneven on stage and yeah, yeah, yeah. not that it mattered and so I just stopped. I think <coughs> the armpit hair has been more of a self-conscious thing mm. than the leg hair. I think it's slightly more obvious. What do you mean by dark. self-conscious? Well, I think that I've been more aware of it. Like, with oh, my leg hair, I didn't... Yeah. I, just, I, just, I just don't even think about it. I didn't think about it when I stopped shaving. I don't think about it now. Nobody ever really brings it up, but I can see people looking at my armpit hair oh, when I talk really? to them. Like, their eyes dart down a little bit. Really? So Have I ever done that? I don't think so. Okay. Well, I did... And now I was like, hello, I have oh, yeah. armpit So I didn't... I don't know, so... But in that environment with... Uh, vagina monologues that I feel as though everyone was very much so on the same wavelength and yeah, it was more like that's so cool Yeah, than like mm-hmm. like people at work I f- see customers just like their eyes dart down a little bit um, yeah, yeah and yeah I went camping this weekend and I just like people brought it up then oh. that, and I just I feel like self-conscious in a way that I just know that I look different to what the other people who identify as female in my life or in, or in their lives look like because in my life that's not like lots of the women like, I know have armpit hair. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. But in other people's lives, it just seems like that's not as common, and so it's more obvious when they yeah. see it on me. I think. Yeah. So yeah. there was more of like a. I never felt self conscious about it to the point where I felt bad about it. Mm. Just that I thought about it a lot more than I ever did about my leg hair. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Why? So those two other people, the girl and guy who were in your show, well, I suppose for guys it's not so much of, like, a deal because... No. I don't think I've known a guy to shave their armpits. Yeah, I don't... I don't think I know... Yeah, I don't... I don't think I know any guys. No. So it's, like, a whatever thing? Yeah. But what was that girl's reasoning for doing... Or, like, not shaving? Similar to mine, like, she just didn't shave for that month just Mm. like hadn't didn't pick up the razor I think we both were a very similar mindset that it was it wasn't like a yeah I don't know it wasn't a specific it wasn't a rebellious act I think for me my hair isn't rebellious it's Mm. just circumstantial yeah and it could change like I could tomorrow I could shave it Mm -hmm. Uh, if it get too hot I suppose like maybe during the summer I'll shave it again yeah but like it just I think it's I think the political nature of it kind of gets enforced on having body hair. Like, it's not mm-hmm. a political statement. I didn't do it as a political statement. Yeah. That people automatically like, oh, you must be, like, they assume. a feminist. Well, exactly. And, and that's what happened in when the day that I announced it to the Vagina Monologues. At least two people were like, oh, is that because you're a feminist? Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's not because oh. they're, they're not, like, connected. They're oh. both true, but they're not connected. Oh, like, that time I just assumed you were vegan because, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so not vegan. <laughs> because, well, let me just say, if you see Maddie in real life, she's just dresses, like, really nicely and she, like, Ob shops like all her things and she's got like like red hair and it's like and she wears like crazy earrings and just like I don't know you would just assume that she's a vegan <laughs> because she's like I don't know I just mm. assumed and then I saw you eating meat and I was like oh you're not vegan yeah <laughs> but I just assumed that but I guess what would you say like growing up when yeah. you started puberty yes the what did you initially think of, like, hair, like, including, like, armpit, yeah. pubes, it all was, them. I feel like at the time it was definitely ritualistic to shave. Mm-hmm. So every time I... I was also a very late bloomer. I hit puberty oh, late. really? Or at least later than my sisters. What age? 
Um, Maddie's a triplet, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so cool. <laughs> I think they definitely they hit puberty like days between days apart from each other. Yeah, and I think I probably hit puberty a year or two later, maybe in grade, maybe like grade ten. Wow, or like late grade nine. Oh. So like I would I would have been at least fourteen <laughs> or fifteen. Fourteen? I don't know. I just grade ten is fifteen. Okay, maybe I was fourteen. Yeah, to me. At the time, it felt later than everybody else. Yeah. Everybody was already growing boobs by the time I hit puberty. Like, I was... I hadn't even grown in height at all. Like, I was the smallest person in my grade. Really? Yeah, I was tiny. And I did all my growing in the school holidays between grade 10 and 11. Oh, do you know, like, high school... School holidays are always the weirdest thing. Yeah. That literally whenever you come back... <laughs> People look different. Just so different. And you're like, whoa, what happened to him? Yeah. <laughs> whoa, have you ever always been this good looking? <laughs> Did I really just notice now? Your voice dropped like 10 octaves. How is that possible? <laughs> so insane. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was probably the age where socialising became more mm-hmm. important in the sense of like having people know you and notice you and so going to parties or going out I ritualistically would shave everything Mm. and that included well armpits and legs I probably shaved every second day yeah my hair grows really quickly so by if I shave it in the morning by the nighttime it's already stubble Mm. um I probably so during the yeah during the week normal week I'd have shaved every second day at school and then every event I would have shaved everything and I would have yeah my mentality at the time which is so weird I was not sexually active at all throughout high school I wasn't as well no one liked me no one one still likes me (laughs) they just like never never noticed me (laughs) they always be like (gasps) (laughs) oh hey or just like yeah. Anyways. But I, yeah, so, yeah. like, I wasn't sexually active, mm. but I would, before a party, I would shave all of my pubic hair. Mm. Oh, what? Every, yeah. Was it more like, like, you might meet Yeah, someone? but I think in my mind, I was like, if this happens to be the party mm. where <laughs> something happens. Yeah, 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 Or, like, maybe we're playing strip poker and I get naked, or, like, I don't know. Yeah. If this happens you've, to you've be got that to be party, prepared. then... People can't know mm. that I have hair there. Or, like, yeah. some weird mentality where... Not weird. I shouldn't say weird, but in my It's in the my way mind, that you're groomed. Yeah. And... Like, I, I... What if somebody wanted to sleep with me and mm. I had... I would have to say no because I had pubes. Yeah. Like, that was kind of the way that I thought about it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, ritualistically, I would shave everything. And I remember having this really funny conversation with my mum... I don't think I ever brought it up with her. Like, I don't think I ever talked to her about... Mm. This was the only time that she talked to me about body hair. Yeah, She yeah. said that shaving your pubes is awful the next day because it's always really itchy. Mm. And so she wouldn't... Re- she do- Like, she doesn't... She would never recommend doing it. If you were going to do it, wax. That's yeah. what she said to me. I've also never waxed. Mm-mm. Um, because... That seems even more terrifying. Ouchy. Having someone else have to shave you I seems even more terrifying than myself shaving me. About like going and yeah, that that really freaks me out. That's something that I haven't overcome. Is like me the too. Idea. Just opening, yeah, just <laughs> everything. <laughs> um, so yeah. yeah, no, so yeah, I I, I shaved everything, and I remember having this. It was pretty normal. Mm. 
I don't think I knew anybody else at high school who didn't shave. You also went to an all-girls school, right? I went to an all-girls private Catholic high school. Yeah. So. <laughs> I love that you said that. And was like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the environment. <laughs> um, they even brought in someone from a modeling agency. Like oh, the, yeah. I think it, maybe like June Daly Watkins or something like that. Mm. I don't know if it was that woman. That's yeah, just yeah. the name of a place, right? I don't, I, know. I don't even know. Some modeling agency, a woman came in and gave a presentation on how we should dress and how our makeup should be so that what? we present as polite, professional What year was this in? Women, probably grade 11. So that's like 2012. 2012. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Not that long ago. Not that long ago. I feel like all of my... <laughs> all of my feminism, and I say feminism mm. loosely, yeah. but my feminism was developed high, post-high school mm. and that I kind of was stunted in my political progression yeah, yeah, yeah. through in that, like, little bubble of mm. private girls' school um, and that I could be so much further along in my thinking or yeah. in my discovery of, who, of who I am if yeah. I hadn't been stunted for five years at this school. And yeah. I loved, like, I liked the school, but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just the, it was the, the norm. Yeah. It was the norm. Nobody questioned it at the time. I think I remember f- feeling, like, my friends and I were like, that's a bit weird. Why did they yeah. pay for this lady to come in? And we got taken out of classes just to listen to her talk about what clothes we should wear yeah and like how to present how to make a good first impression Mm. which i so resent now yeah um but nobody like nobody said anything to the teachers or nobody yeah yeah you wouldn't you would just yeah you just wouldn't no yeah well yeah and i mean part of it was like self like hygiene standards and stuff like that which always for women includes body hair oh really I feel like I always hygiene was always like if you haven't shaved then you are like dirty yeah in some, in some way that's so weird like when I was doing research on this yeah. that um most people were saying that like well it was kind of like very loose that like most people don't really know why we have like armpit hair and right. like hair in places like that but most of the time it was like you know to keep bacteria away and like so that like you know friction and when you're rubbing against someone that it like just feels better sort of thing that obviously but then again, I'm saying this as someone who, like, shaves her armpits, shaves her legs, um, mostly shaves her pubes. Yeah. But I kind of go, like, on and off of that. But then I still have, like, an appreciation. And, yeah. And I think if I was with someone who was, like, grossed out about that, then that would that affect would me t- if yeah, they were sure. dictating how I should represent my body. Yeah. Or so... But um, I think that, like, when it comes even to, like, you know, pubes also, that I was a late bloomer as well. I probably didn't even do anything properly with anyone until I was, I don't know, well out of high school. Yeah. Um, And I was, like, with someone. And at the time, like, things happen and, like, I wasn't expecting it. Like, I hadn't shaved. Like, I probably would have sort of thing just because it's, like, what is expected. And then... But then I just didn't because I just didn't. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't. I just thought of it. I was like, be like, oh, yeah, I should probably, like, shave, you know, down there. But then I just didn't. Um, and then 
I finally did once, but it was more a thing for me, not so much like him. And then he pointed it out to me that I had shaved and he was like, oh, wow, like, thank you for shaving. Oh, he thanked you. (laughs) That's so strange. (laughs) Uh, I'm just it's gonna, a weird thing <laughs> to bring up for someone else to bring up. Yeah! I'm just going to preface say this by saying that I love this person. and like, Yeah, that's hilarious. And, it, and it's not like I re- resent him. But that was the very first time that I'd realised that hair was a thing, like on a woman's yeah. body, and in that way, and being seen as someone, like, sexual or inviting or... Or I don't even know. And then he said that... Um, all the girls that he'd been with, they would get really embarrassed if, you know, like they hadn't shaved a sort of thing. Yeah. And so he was really surprised that I wasn't. And because of that, it kind of... Did it make you embarrassed for when you hadn't shaved? It being, like, pointed out? Not embarrassed, but I was just, like, guys, notice that? Yeah, you were more aware of the Yeah, I was more... Do you want to pick that up? I don't know if it's just my phone yeah go for it but yeah it was more just like (laughs) 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 who is that (laughs) 629 just know that maddie didn't want to talk to you (laughs) but yeah just in that respect that i was kind of like oh okay that i don't know i think i was just confused i was just like oh okay cool but then after that which kind of was annoyed like not annoyed myself but I made sure that I shaved whenever I was with him. Yeah. Just because it was something that he... He cared about, clearly. ...had pointed out. Yeah. But in your sort of, like, sexual experience of guys, I don't know, do you shave down there? I, so... What has been your story or, yeah. like, your journey when it comes to the vagina? Vagina. <laughs> vagina. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but everyone's probably like, mm, who are these people? <laughs> You didn't see the show. Um, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so, well, I don't know what the time frame of it was. So definitely throughout our high school, I was shaving everything. Mm. And then after high school, yeah, I don't think, probably when, I don't think I had my first sexual experience until I was, I'm trying to, like, maybe a couple of years ago only. Like, I was, yeah, I was well out of high school. Yeah. And I think at that point, I was still shaving everything. And at that point, I was, yeah, it was, I hadn't even thought about my body hair as something that was a choice. And I think the power of shaving or not shaving is the fact that it's a choice. Mm. And I find it funny, not funny, but it's curious when people, because they talk to people about body hair and then they say, oh, I don't shave, but I don't shave because I blah, blah, blah reason. And there's an excuse where there doesn't need to be an excuse. You don't need to give me an excuse as to why you do shave, just as I don't feel like I need an excuse as to why I don't, don't shave. shave. I think the power is that there's no re- that you mm. don't have to have a reasoning. Yeah. And it's whatever feels good to you at the moment. Um, yeah, like I have had people say, oh, but like I would just smell so bad. And it's kind of like that's not a – do I, then I think, do I? Do you say that because I smell really bad? <laughs> but it's not like I they, think you don't need an excuse like that. Yeah. Oh wait, they would say I couldn't like not shave because I would smell, I would smell bad. bad. Or oh like, yeah, yeah. Or I would feel like, or I would, I don't know, be too self conscious about it, or <clears throat> think that other people would look at me strangely. Yeah. Which are all valid reasons. Yeah. And all things that I think are probably ingrained in us to think are. Yeah good reasons but I think the power is in the choice yeah Yeah. it's all about advertising the power is in the choice to or not to Mm. and I 
I ironically at the moment I only shave my bikini line. Mm, yeah, yeah. But I still shave my bikini line. I don't shave everything off. I haven't shaved everything off in a long time, and I haven't felt that self conscious about that with other sexual partners in a while. Because in my brain, I did a lot of my 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 major was political science, and I did a lot yeah. of gen- gender studies in that. Oh yeah, yeah. And I did a lot of research about body hair and that kind of like just opened my eyes up to what bodies mean and the messages of bodies and the symbolism and the way that we treat our bodies and what Mm. we present our bodies to look like externally and internally. And um, I just kind of came – I just didn't – I think that for me, shaving shaving all of my pubes off now is too closely associated with prepubescent bodies. And I – and this is also not like I don't put this on anybody. Yeah, else, but for yeah. Me, I think that I don't want to be yeah. putting portraying or putting a message out that like adult bodies look like, like children. Yeah, and my body, I'm not a child. Mm. I that's not what I look like. Yeah, and I'm okay with not to look like that. Yeah, but so like when we I took my clothes off on stage for vagina monologues. I had oh, my, yeah, yeah. my bikini line shaved. I went camping this weekend and knew would we go swimming. I had my bikini line shaved. Yeah. So I think it's funny that I have this line, this cutoff where I'm really happy to present hair on my legs and my arms and I kind of don't care that people know that I have hair there. Mm. But I I care that that people know that I have hair down there. Down there. Yeah. And and if I had my pants off completely, I wouldn't care. But the fact that some of it, it's, like, hidden in a... I don't know. There's, yeah. I, I, th- I haven't gotten past that step yet. Yeah. I Yeah, I feel as though I'm the same even when it comes to, like, bikinis or so, that sometimes I would realise that, like, a bit was showing that. Yeah. It's weird. It's, like, it's like why do I feel embarrassed and... Like, people know that that's where hair Yeah, goes. like, everyone has it. Yeah. But it's just the way, I don't know, it's just the way we've been conditioned. Yeah. But it's also funny because, like, um, sometimes I, like, I've spoken to my aunt about hair. Because I'm from West Africa, Liberia, originally. Um, but I moved here when I was seven. And um, my aunt and I, I was saying, or she was saying that, like, back in Africa, like, hair or back, I don't know if it's so much right now because she hasn't been there for, like, what, like, I don't know. 20 years or 15 years or however long but back then when she was growing up that hair was seen as something really beautiful and if you would see that on someone's leg or their arms that was like really beautiful but it's I guess in the thing it's just like a culture thing and we don't see bodies with hair on them yeah but like in the western world or this I don't know this time that we do live in that it's interesting to me that there's so much coming out about like body like diversity and whatnot but I but then even with like social media and just like supermodels nowadays or more of an emphasis on supermodels nowadays that I don't know there's just so much emphasis put on how a woman looks yeah I don't know do you think we'll ever go past something like that I mean I feel like it's very it's very cyclical Mm -hmm. and it's pretty ingrained at the moment so the way that we all feel about our bodies is because the generation before us like it's a response from the generations before us they're the ones who kind of like gave us our yeah the expectations and the norms and so my fear is that then those just get like continually passed down and in that way it's really cyclical and I don't know how effective it would be to break that but 
I mean, there is, I think I would only be so comfortable with body hair now if I had seen images. Like I do, I do, I seek out images of bodies with yeah, yeah. Body hair. Like on social media. On social media, yeah. on Instagram. Like I seek out people who are um like body positive in is a I don't know and I don't know if they identify as being body positive yeah. advocates, but like they I don't their bodies look normal. Yeah. <laughs> and their bodies look like mine. Yeah. And like I don't know, they maybe they have acne or mm. like cellulite or yeah stretch marks stre- yeah exactly stretch marks strange looking nipples or I don't know <laughs> like it could be anything body hair strange I don't mean strange looking nipples but like <laughs> dug myself in the <laughs> a diverse range yeah of nipples of nipples yeah I sought that out I was yeah. like I want to find somebody who has the same mm. nipples as I do yeah because the only person that I <laughs> this might be way too much to share. <laughs> my like, I have my dad's nipples. <laughs> and that's the only time I've seen it reflected. And I want to find other people. <laughs> it was not my dad who have the same nipples as I do. So I sought that out. Yeah. And I found them. And guess what, guys? Lots of people have my nipples. It's okay. <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious. I love how you're like, this might be a bit too much, but I've got my dad's nipples. That is so funny. I'm here now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think I did the same with body hair. Mm. And I, well, I had a friend, so Anna, the friend that I did the yeah, show yeah. with, she was growing her hair out before I... Did I meet Anna? Is she blonde? No. No. Did she come to the vagina? She came to Saturday night. I think no, you didn't okay, meet her. No. And then I wouldn't have. I think you were busy. <sighs> busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes. And so kind of like close. I definitely had infl- I definitely had the flip, mm. the reverse, very suddenly during my arts degree, which is like a very... <laughs> <'cause> like, <laughs> Very stereotypical time <laughs> to have this uh, transition. <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of like when I was seeing other people Yeah. Branching out with yeah, the way that they looked. Yeah, yeah. Um but it also meant that I think like you mentioned the way that I dressed before. I think mm. I dressed like <laughs> those people <laughs> who ironically are vegan. <laughs> but you're not vegan. I mean, I'm not vegan, but yeah. like, those are the people who, yeah, like I saw yeah. like, armpit hair and those are the people who I hung around a lot and I felt very, they made me feel comfortable about. Yeah. Yeah. The way that, the diversity of the way that people's bodies can look yeah are you still friends with many people from high school um yes and no so it was what five years ago 2013 this is this will be the fifth Mm. year that we've been out of high school it's literally crazy yeah that it feels like a very for me it feels like a very long time ago yeah it yes and no because it's weird because I feel like I've done so much and Mm. for the most part it was because I went on student exchange so that felt like a really big thing and something that I'd always like dreamt about but then no because I'm still really good friends with like most people who I went to high school with even at my party on Saturday like 
we have a like a picture with like all these people who went to. So I went to Corinda. Huh. Shout out Corinda. Shout out. Public school. <laughs> Actually, we say state school, not public. We're not Americans. Um, I don't know. It's weird when I think of high school. Yeah. Because I feel like a different person. The people that I'm closest with that I knew in high school, I went to primary school with. Mm. So, like, I went to primary school with Honor. Mm. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. So I have a group, and I suppose being a triplet, like, I have a kind of, just the three of us are an yeah. immediate, you already, that's like, three's a crowd. Like, yeah. you already have a group mm. without branching out past that. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, I am friends with people from high school, but they're definitely people that I think I would have been friends with regardless Mm. Of being forced to spend five days a week, six yeah, hours a yeah. day in their company. And there's definitely people now that I thought that I'd always be friends with from high school that I'm not. Yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah. just out of – I don't think out of any, mm, I don't know, specific mm. reasoning or, like, any specific divide, just people's lives it just go in different directions. Um, but, yeah, I feel – I am always self-conscious now of the bubble that I have around – me okay. with the people that I know are all very similar minded. Yeah. And I forget that I forget that the world doesn't always agree with me. Yeah. Because so many people around me do. Yeah. Oh, that that's so interesting that you say that. Um because I, I don't know, I just got awkward there. <laughs> <laughs> and I were talking and um and he was just telling me about like all his different friends and stuff and um and he was, like, talking about one of his friends who is, like, super, like, hippie or whatnot. Um, and I just found it really interesting with him. He was like, but, you know, it's really good to have different friends yeah. who are doing, like, different things. And whenever I hear about his friends or meet his friends, like, they're all so diverse. And he's always so, like, conscious about, you know, just, I don't know, b- being really, like, open-minded, which I guess I admire in a way, but was something that I never thought of. Yeah. Yeah. I think I I 100% agree with him. Um, the people that I've known that have been that I disagree with, and in most senses that was on a political level, mm. I disagree with them politically. Found it very <laughs> like a emotionally confronting, mm. and I would kind oh, yeah. of just have to cut them yeah. out of my interactions. Yeah, because I would get so emotionally involved in whatever conversation I was having with them. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that that was necessarily the right response but I mean like I was in a political science is this degree through undergrad very, yeah this yeah. is straight undergrad I was very involved in what I was learning I was very committed to my that learning process and yes learning both m- what I agree with what I disagree with mm. but I mean like this was for an example during the Trump election oh, lots yeah, yeah. of my f- not lots a couple people I knew came out in response in like pro Trump they were Trump supporters yeah um and they happen to be white cis males. Mm-hmm. And I felt very emotional about that. Yeah. And I reacted very strongly. And mm-hmm. I don't think that I mean, I've had conversations with them since and they've told me that they've they've told me that they appreciated the way that I dealt with the dis- us doing it yeah, yeah, yeah. with each other. Because for me that felt so I mean, there was they had um one of them posted something about like it was an anti-feminist sentiment, and I felt very, I felt very yeah, very attached, attached to that. Yeah. yeah, and like I was like, that's that's me. Like <laughs> I'm, I identify as a woman. Like that is who you're talking about. Yeah, how can I not be offended or yeah. affected by you posting that? I like I thought we were, you know, I don't yeah. Know. Um, but I've had conversations with the 
relationship since, and I suppose we've both had time to grow. Mm. Um, and um, that was just an emotional time for everyone anyway, I think. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a, a bit hectic. That was the weirdest time. Yeah. I was away. Were you over happened. there? Yeah, I was in Milan, oh. and I was living with this American I was living with an American girl and an Amex- a Mexican girl. Oh, my God. And, what a combo. Uh, a girl who was from the UK, because um, her parents migrated from somewhere. I don't know, like, she had, like, a Muslim background. Right. So, and then here was me, like, yeah. African, Australian. So it was just this mix of different yeah. cultures, but all associated with America and Trump. And I remember... Um, when I was on exchange, they um, had like a night where they were gonna, they were, um, oh, I don't know, showcasing the elections and you could oh, stay up. Yeah. And I think some of my friends went, but then I had an exam the next day. So I was like, nah, I'm gonna sleep so I can yeah. pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I was like, nah, Trump isn't gonna win. Like, and I just like yeah. went to bed and then woke up and then I don't even know who told me. I think I can't remember. It must have been one of my roommates who I was sharing a room with, and she was like, "Oh my god, I think Trump is gonna win." And I was like, "Shut up, that's not gonna happen." And then the American girl, like literally twenty minutes after I woke up, she was like, "Trump won the elections," and I was like, "What?" Yeah, and I had an, an assignment or an, it was like a one day, twenty four hour exam mm. due that day that the election happened and I was like I don't know if I can yeah. sleep with this yeah. which it feels I mean like people now, people mocked me at the time being like you're, you're in Australia no, 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 like no. why should it affect you but like this was an international yeah. emergency <laughs> like, it affected everybody literally his, the symbol <sighs> of, hi, of him being elected was mm. like detrimental internationally 100% so um yeah but I've had conversations with the people that I disagreed with at that time mm. now and they've thanked me for the way that I oh, I really? politely debated them yeah like I was I was a, I was willing to be engaged in the disagreement yeah yeah uh, that was always to an extent like there's definitely people that I I would get to the end of the conversation and say I don't know if I I don't there's no point on me having yeah. this conversation with you because you're not going to change my mind yeah I'm not going to change your mind so let's just so let's just end, just it. end it there yeah um, but yeah I think I think that's I'm very conscious of the fact that I need to not seek out but I need to allow yeah people around me with a different not not even just like different backgrounds and different cultures and kind of yeah different experiences but different opinions and for me that means mm. in a large sense political opinions yeah um, yeah, that's so interesting you say that because um, I think I've told you a little bit of my about my aunt and she's had such an influence on me. Yeah. But then we always have like these heated debates because I guess you know growing growing up, what is my voice? <laughs> <laughs> but growing up in Australia and you know having the friends that I have, yeah, you know very similar to you. So I guess my outlook is very progressive and, yeah. um, I don't know, inclusive of, like, other people. But then, you know, from her perspective, that a lot of the time, like, my family and I clash in terms of, like, opinions. And I get so heated that sometimes it feels as though they're attacking me when they're not. And they're just... I understand that completely. Yeah. They're just having a discussion. They're just, you know... And I've gotten to the point where I can understand just because we're disagreeing about something doesn't mean it's... It's like a bigger thing about 
who Cynthia is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's taken me a long time to yeah. get past that. Because I remember people at parties used to, I mean, my friends in a, in a larger friendship group mm. would just reference me as an angry feminist. Oh, really? Which at the time I was like, you can put that label on me and I will take it and I will own it and I'm going to be louder than you ever thought that I was going to be. Like, I'm not afraid of being that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that that's a derogatory thing. Mm. Like, an angry feminist just means that I'm passionate about what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but then I started to realize that they... I I didn't once bring up feminism or any political mm. opinion or agenda at a party. Everybody else brought it up to me mm. because that they because they yeah, because that I was like, they knew that there would be a rise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so I kind of like yeah, I went through a cycle of <laughs> reacting very strongly mm. and then realizing that it kind of wasn't part of my I didn't I didn't need to prove anything to anyone. I didn't have to yeah, I didn't have to convince other people of yeah. my opinions just because they were mine. Yeah. Um, and it was through that, like, being at parties and people always bringing up gender equality to me. Yeah, yeah. That I realized that it wasn't me, it was them. And so I should just... <laughs> Definitely. And, like, one of my guy friends, like, you know, were really good, but he always brings up jokes and, I don't know, he uses this word, like, social warrior... Oh, yeah. He's always like... Social justice warrior? Yeah. He's like, oh, is it one of those social justice warriors? Or we'll just say that to me. And I'll just be like, go away. But, like... I think it's hilarious when people use that term because, to me, it's a positive thing. Like, I don't (laughs) see that as a derogatory statement. Like, social justice warrior. That's, like... Doesn't everyone want to be that? I don't understand. Yeah. Like, he always (laughs) uses... And I'm always just like... The connotations are weird. Yeah. But, um... I guess going to... Your body. Yes. Living as a female, a white female in 2018, Trump is elected. I don't really know what's happening with Australian politics because it keeps changing. Who knows? Five Who prime ministers, knows? ten years. Yeah. That, that's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when you wake up and you dress or, like, I don't know, represent yourself from someone who hasn't, like, spoken to you. Like, how do you – I don't know how to put it. Like, but how do you want that person to see you? Or, like – because I feel like style is very, like, inflicted with that. Yeah. I really enjoy clothes. Yeah. Or, like – dressing in general um I don't know if I if there's a specific thing that I think about I suppose I always want to be noticed oh. so I dress to be noticed yeah, yeah, yeah and I I always it's funny I will, like I'll have this conversation I remember having this conversation with my dad at during high school when I was getting dressed for something or getting yeah. ready for a party or anything and I would put an outfit on and then I'd go up to the lounge room and I'd say, is this cool? Is it on the line of cool crazy or crazy crazy? Like, what, li- what, where am I sitting on that line? <laughs> and then we'd discuss it and normally he would say, oh, it's classy crazy. Yeah. And then that he'd be okay for a classy crazy outfit. Normally I wanted like a cool crazy. Yeah. Cause I feel like it is a <laughs> hard line to walk on. It is. When you're dressing in like multiple. I don't know, orange hair or orange, like, pink 
Earrings. Yeah. Did you have your hair dyed when you were in high school? I did. I wasn't. I was only allowed to during Christmas holiday or like school holidays. Oh yeah, yeah. But I did for the first time. I think when I was sixteen, and I remember emailing my boss at the time. Well, she's still my boss, but mm. at the time I emailed her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I said, "Hey, I'm thinking about dyeing my hair purple. Is this okay? Would I still be allowed in the store? Like, Isn't how do you feel about so funny people that... seeing me in your store with purple hair?" And she tells the story now. Like she laughs about it. She's like, "That's such a." funny thing yeah. to do because of course like of course you could dye your hair purple yeah like, that's nothing to do with it doesn't you know with who you are as yeah. a person and yeah. if you're responsible or not yeah so yeah. I suppose like even in my hair I mean I've never cared about fucking my hair up I've mm. done a lot to my hair like it's been lots of colours yeah um, it's been lots of lengths I've had it shaved completely um Wait, like, shave completely? Well, like a butt, like a number one buzz cut. So not like bald, bald, but like buzz cut all, all, all over. Oh, wow. Um, that was two years ago. Yeah, yeah. That I had it shaved completely. Yeah. Um, so I've done, a, I've experimented a lot with that. And I remember when I was getting it shaved, the hairdresser that I went to, and I went to a really swanky place. I won't name it because I really dislike it. But I went to a swanky <laughs> place in Paddington and he charged me a hundred dollars. To, to, for a shaved head. And this is what I said to him. I said, I just want a buzz cut. That's what I want. Yeah. And he w- sat me down what? and we had a 20 minute discussion where he was prodding me about my personal life and he was saying things what? like, oh, have you broken up with someone recently? Oh have my there been God. a family drama? Are you sure oh. you want to shave your head? What's happened? Like, what's in the background of this decision? <laughs> and, I was, and he was like, when did you decide to shave your head? And I was like, yesterday. And he was like, I don't think, like, I don't feel comfortable doing this to your hair if you had only decided oh. yesterday. And I was like, I'm an impulse decision maker. Yeah, yeah. That's how I live my life. That's yeah. How I'm like, my immediate happiness is like very. <laughs> if yeah. I if I'm get I I latch onto something and I get obsessed and I need it to happen right then. Yeah, yeah. And that's what happened with the buzz cut. I was seeing people around walking and just looking fucking fine with the buzz <laughs> cut, and I was like, that's gonna be me. Um, and he was almost not gonna, gonna let me it. do it. And I was like, I'm fucking paying you a hundred dollars to shave oh my, my head, and you're gosh. not taking it. This doesn't make any sense. He eventually did it, and he used scissors and a knife like a mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. prop and <laughs> one of those uh, yeah. razor blade type I don't know like yeah <laughs> what they use in the hair salon yeah, yeah. Um, all over my whole head and I was like where just get out the electric like just get out a yeah, yeah, yeah like the <laughs> <laughs> the thing the sh- uh, Electric shaving. Everyone knows what we're talking about. You know what we're doing. And guys use the... Yeah. I was like, get that out. Like, I'm expecting you to get that out and shave my fucking head. And he didn't. And I walked out of there looking really stupid because he'd left all this... What? Like a fringe on top. And I have a really... So, also, people listening... People have... Used to say that I looked like a cross between Sarah Jessica Parker and Kirsten Stewart. I don't know if that's accurate, but I think really they were saying is I have a long face. <laughs> that's what they were saying. That's so funny. And the haircut he gave me just didn't suit me at all, <laughs> and I was so upset by it. And I paid him a hundred dollars, and I went through this emotional conversation about what's happening in my life to try and convince him to shave it off. And the next day, I went to this like thirty dollar. Mm 
old lady, like corner street <laughs> hairdresser. And I walked in and I was like, can you please just shave my head? Don't bring out any yeah, fancy or just, just shave, shave it, it off. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh my God, whoever did this to your hair must have never gone to hairdressing school. Like she was just like this amazing like old woman who was like, yeah, your hair looks really stupid. Let me fix that. And she just shaved it all off. And I fucking loved it. I have mm. never felt sexier than I did with really? a buzz cut. I've never felt sexier. Really? I fucking loved it. Well, like what aspect of it made you feel sexy? Um, I, I felt, well, this probably, this goes back into the way that I dressed to yeah. be noticed. It looked different yeah. to everybody else. Um, and I think, I mean, I, what makes me laugh now is when people say this, so they say this at the time and now is when they would say, oh, I wish I could do that, but I don't um, think I have the right shaped head, which like, what is the right shape? I don't really know what that means. Like, I don't think I had a right shaped head. Yeah. It just is the shape of my head when there's no hair on it. Yeah. yeah. And everybody's head would look like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think, I don't think there's a right shaped head. I oh think, my God. I think everybody would look fucking sexy with a buzz cut. This is so funny that we're talking about this like, because I've been wanting, because I, I've got extensions in. Right. Um, but I've been wanting to, like, weave my hair, like, super short, like, Rihanna's sort of style. But I've been feeling, like, a bit, like, not self-conscious, but being a bit, like, uh, should I do it? And talking to my friend Mariama, because I've got really, like, strong bone structure, which a lot of the times makes me look a bit masculine. Yeah. Um, so I've been like, oh, am I going to look like a man? And then I'm like, and I really kind of wanted to do it for my birthday. But then we were like, no, the dress I'm going to wear just won't suit it. <laughs> and I've been, like, trying to convince myself, like, it's been something I've been thinking of for, like, a year. I've been yeah. like, I want to do this. I love to look androgynous. Mm. I think that that's really I'm attracted to people who look androgynous. Yeah. I'm not attracted to I'm I, like I would say I would Do you call, mean like sexually? Yeah. Yeah. I would call myself queer mm-hmm. in like across the spectrum uh, in terms of my is sexuality. That, wait, is that like So I feel like it's just kind of all encompassing. Like I'm not okay, attracted yeah, yeah. to just males or just females yeah. or just males and females mm-hmm. because bi to me means binary gender. I don't believe that there's two genders. So mm-hmm. I would say queer is probably it's such a like blanket term but like that's just yeah. what I feel comfortable at the moment. Yeah. Um, I'm one, I'm so much more attracted to people who look androgynous. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not attracted to the guys with huge muscles and... Me too. Like, yeah. Um, um, yeah, the androgyny. And also, that in terms of girls, I'm much more attracted to girls who look more androgynous and they do really femme, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say at the moment I look pretty femme, like, in general. But I during like having the buzz cut I yeah. loved the fact that I could like you've seen like the pant like the suit pants and stuff that I have like a yeah, yeah, yeah. I love to put yeah those in like a pair of brogues on and I just felt so I felt so attractive there's That's something so cool. about dressing androgyn in an androgynous style that made me feel really really attractive yeah yeah um and kind of powerful yeah <laughs> yeah I don't that's know. So cool. And so I think that's that's like part of the reason why I liked the buzz cut is because mm. it was so yeah androgynous around specific. And I think that I like to dress like that in general, or I like to present myself like that. I kind of don't want people to think I'm scared. This is so arts degree <laughs> liberal feminist, <laughs> but I'm scared to look really 
mainstream. Yeah, like or, everyone. Yeah, I, yeah, I know and what you mean. Not necessarily, like, I don't want to look like the crowd. Yeah. Even though I never wanted to look like the crowd. I mean, yeah. this is also probably context of me being a triplet with two identical twins. So my sisters are identical. Yeah. And I am not at all. I look completely different to them, and I've always looked completely different to them. You actually do. Maddie showed me a picture, and I was like... Yeah. But <laughs> so is it also because, like, you always do crazy things with your hair? I mean, yeah, like, from high school, but before that, we always, like, I, they had straight Scandinavian blonde Mm. long hair, and they were both the same size and height, and, and growing up, I had, like, tight brown curls. Yeah. Like, like, small afro on my head. Yeah, yeah, All throughout early primary school. Yeah. And I was so much shorter than them. Mm. Now I'm a lot taller than them, thank God, but (laughs) I was so much shorter than them. Like, we just You were taller than me by, like... Ah! Because you're, oh yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're one seventy three. I'm one seventy. <laughs> so I win. <laughs> um, yeah. So I've always wanted to look different, and like people made that part of my personality and part yeah. of being my like experience of being a triplet was the fact that I looked different. Yeah. And that was part of the appeal of me, but also part of the like people never believed that I was a part of their triplet or mm. even their sister. Like people just thought that we were lying and we were just friends most of my childhood. Yeah. Um, and so it was it was so yeah, it was so much part of my experience to be unique. Yeah. And people would say, You're the unique one. You're the odd one out. And so I think that's But you liked that. I love that. Yeah. I've always loved that and now that's all I want to be. And yeah. I don't I'm not saying that that's this is bec- that's because of the fact that I don't look like my sisters, but I'm surely a part of it. It's surely a part of the fact that all my yeah. life people have said that I don't look I don't fit in yeah, to that yeah. or I don't look the same as that. Yeah. And so now I don't want to. Was that Wait, back to the buzz car. My first question is how did like your like immediate like you know people in your life family friends react to you getting a buzz car i think they loved it yeah yeah i think they loved it i got lots of com- i only got i got nothing but compliments yeah from people um i got the most likes on that profile picture that i ever have <laughs> <laughs> well, i don't think i've ever seen it <laughs> let me show you yes yeah no i think people really liked it they were shocked because i didn't tell yeah. anyone because it's a five second decision for me to do anything with my hair yeah yeah, yeah. But, um they also or most people assumed i did it i did it for um a guy i don't know like uh oh my god i can't believe i blanked on the like cure for cancer shave oh that is so funny so lots of people assumed that i did it for that and i felt too bad and i always had to tell them i did not i considered gaining that <laughs> moral that high so ground funny. but i did not yeah, um, yeah oh yeah here it is it looks a bit thicker in this photo because i think it was on the way of, it was growing out but oh my gosh you look stunning See, was <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna look through my questions and see if I've missed anything. Oh, okay. I've got a question. In terms of guys, or actually, or females, or whatever, or whoever you're attracted to, because I, I can completely understand in terms of being attracted more to the person in comparison mm-hmm. to like their gender. Mm-hmm. Does it like? Do you have a preference in terms of people shaving or? That's, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. Um, most of the people I've been with, I've only been with people who identify as men. Oh yeah, yeah, and they've all shaved. Really? And I've I've noticed it, and I've kind of always, I've never mentioned it. I wouldn't say. Yeah, <laughs> like <for> shaving. <laughs> <laughs> but I, mm. I 
I don't mm. want them to. I would have preferred them not to, not I think to. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, because in again, in my mind, it's kind of like you're presenting a prepubescent body that mm. where hair doesn't grow, so there's no hair there where yeah. I don't want to be sleeping with a child I'm sleeping with an adult adult. yeah yeah um so I think most of them have shaved I'm trying to think there was a couple of drunk times I'm not really sure (laughs) 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 but yeah I think most of them have shaved and and ironically I have not Mm. so like role reversal oh yeah (laughs) so I haven't had I haven't had my pube shaved and they Mm. have um it's funny that I talk I talk to my guy friends about this quite a lot and I ask them what their preference is and their preference is always they might be saying this because they already know you. What I think. Yeah. But I have to just trust them at their word. <laughs> um, their preference has always been that people don't shave, but that they trim. Yeah. And they, they always use the term tidy. Yeah. Which, like, yeah. Which, like, just like a... Yeah. Um, which I'm not sure, like, tidy... I don't know if tidy is the word that I would use. Like, yeah. tidy in terms of what? Like, what is... T- like, hair is yeah. not untidy. Like, it kind of, like, goes back into the fact that, like, you are dirtier if you have... Mm. But... If you have hair. But I... I don't mind... I don't... I prefer it. No. I think I'd prefer to have hair than no hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, again, I would not sleep with someone just because they didn't have hair like I wouldn't yeah like if they feel comfortable but I feel like they should feel comfortable either way well yeah. I would ho- I would want them to feel comfortable either way yeah. just as I would wish for the same mm-hmm. but yeah I would prefer hair <laughs> yeah definitely I think for me most guys have I'm trying to think have not shaved apart from one person so most of them have had hair yeah most of them yeah. have had hair apart from one person but, it, but it's even funny the last person who dated I <laughs> if he listens to this um, <laughs> um it was funny because sometimes I would have conversations of him and his roommate and it was really crazy that they would tell me their mindset when they were in high school and his roommate said that but these are like private school boys I'm not trying to like buy out private school boys but I, I feel as though coming from like state school um and like interacting with other people who were like went to like all girls schools or all boys school mm-hmm. I feel as though the dynamic was very different yeah. and there was a lot more pressure in terms of like um if you went to a private school in terms of like how you looked and especially girls and whenever I was in high school and talked to my friends who went to private schools it was like oh I'm going to this and there was more of an emphasis to like interact with males yeah sort of thing I don't know but anyways I was talking to them about hair and he and the guy who I was seeing his roommate was saying that he would not go out with a girl at the time if she had like hair like really hairy arms and sort of thing hairy arms yeah and but then they were also saying that in terms of like you know pubes and whatnot that I think porn is a really big like yeah. influence especially when it comes to males not saying that females don't watch porn that's what I'm saying but just th- like their idea of what is sexy and how that is represented yeah. and I've even spoken to some friends in terms of like first sexual like encounters that they would always like oh I, I kind of have to be like this person because it's what I definitely feel like porn has influenced the way that I feel like sexual encounters should look. Yeah. And the way that my body should look. Mm. 
And yeah, uh, well, I, I suppose I started my first like interactions with porn mm-hmm. was in high school, mm-hmm. and so that was when mm-hmm. I was shaving everything. Yeah, and um, kind of like my yeah, the expectations that I put on myself was very closely aligned to what I thought that what that's s- what sex was. Yeah, and that's what being sexy was. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I suppose I don't think about it as much now because I don't feel as controlled by yeah that expectation. But there's definitely like other portions of like even the way that people's vaginas look in mm. porn is so especially like in Australia the law is that you can't see the anything you can't see the labia or inside so oh, you can't really? see you, ha- you can only see the external yeah yeah um, lips of the vagina nothing else yeah and so that's the law in Australia obviously porn is ac- you can access yeah, international yeah. porn so it kind of doesn't isn't that yeah. specific but in magazines at least mm. um, and things oops sorry things specific to to the Australian market it's illegal to show yeah inside the vagina and so how like how is people that's not that's not the way that people's vaginas look yeah they like they have teams of people photoshopping the really labia out of uh, photos so the so that you don't see like that's not the way that people's yeah, vaginas look like so go to labia.com and I'm sure there's there's a website <laughs> and there's a whole list of photos and then you'll see and I remember showing a guy friend this site and they were like oh my this there's so I oh my god there's so <laughs> many vaginas and I was like I know this is crazy like why don't we know about this I have always felt pretty self-conscious about my vagina specifically because it doesn't look like what vaginas in porn oh. and it doesn't look like were you comparing your vagina to yeah well I suppose that was at my only comparison yeah yeah like what other comparison do we have of naked bodies really mm, that is very true and I think that I don't know I kind of spent a long time trying to convince myself that it wasn't that influence that I wasn't I, I didn't want to be as influenced by mm. porn than I think that I must have been and, but I've never ironically I've, I've never had any I've never had a sexual encounter where somebody's commented on the way that my vagina looks or like no. you know what I mean like it's yeah. so personal mm. and it's so internal yeah that fear or like that yeah that lack of <laughs> validation about the, yeah. the, the right way or what you should look like is so internal. Yeah. No, I've never had anybody comment on it. And, but I remember that was such a big, I, rem- I remember like it was so long ago. It was such a big stepping stone, more so than hair or any, any like weight or anything else for me to taking my clothes off was mm. yeah. my vagina. <laughs> like, I don't know. That my was very vagina. Me. Um, Yeah, so I don't remember ever seeing porn with pubic hair, and I Mm. don't remember seeing porn without. Obviously, there's sites now where you can go and there's there's yeah more politically correct versions of porn. diverse representation of people yeah maybe yeah like average people yeah having sex yeah and I don't even mean average I mean like the the majority like yeah porn stars are very specific yeah yeah yeah, body type yeah and I don't have boobs. I don't have big mm-hmm. boobs. Like, I just never... There's no way that I was ever going to look like anybody ever yeah, before. Yeah, um, And, like, what is considered sexy? Because if you see that, you're like... Yeah, that's what sexy is. And that's what guys always yeah. seem to talk about, like, boobs and, and whatnot. But I feel as though as you grow up and, like, mature, that um, I was even, like, to someone, I was like, oh, like, what do you like? Your boobs or bum or sort of thing. Yeah. And they were like, no, like, I'm, it's, I'm not so much, like, attracted to 
a body part, but it's more the yeah. person. Yeah. And when they like, Yeah. And even I feel like the... Well, I suppose I, I meant, like, the way that even, like, coming happens in porn mm. is very male-specific. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's kind of catered towards yeah. male pleasure yeah. opposed to female pleasure. And I think that that must... It must have stunted mine, but it must stunt lots of other people's discovery of how that, how pleasure works for them. Yeah. I, I feel as though I'm still... Ex- like, I've never had, like, an orgasm with, like, a, a male. I've never come with anybody else. I've yeah. I've come with myself. Me too. And I fucking love myself, but sometimes I'm like... Sometimes <laughs> I'm like... And it's not even like... Oh, my voice is going so croaky. It's not even like I'm I'm not into it with that person. No, yeah, I agree. It's like I feel so connected with them, but I, I've just never got into that point. Like, of course... I feel good and I've and I've spoken to some of my friends about this and been like like when you guys are you know blah 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 like do you feel like do you ever come or do you ever and one of my friends was like yeah just all the time it just happens <laughs> I just sit on it and it's just like whoa <laughs> and I'm so jealous and yeah um yeah I guess wrapping up because I realized we've been talking for like I don't know, an hour and a half. It's gone by so quickly. But I'd probably say, um, like, as someone, like, meeting you, I really admire how comfortable you are within yourself and the way that you represent yourself. That, like, is there any advice you would give to anyone who is trying to be... I don't know if you so much would be like, yeah, I'm a body positivity or positive person sort of thing but like how have you come to this state of being and just I don't know being accepting of who you are thank you (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't know if I would go I don't know yeah um I think definitely looking for images of people or representations of people that were to me more of the norm was a huge that was probably the kind of deciding point of my body acceptance or Mm. at least yeah I think I I probably spend a little having things like Instagram and Snapchat and having you know like the explore pages and stuff like that and only seeing models and yeah I feel like I go in and out of Mm. feeling bad about myself or desiring the way that somebody else looks Mm. when I'm looking at those too much so I'd say don't look at those yeah (laughs) my solution to that is to not look at it but obviously it's not something that you can just deny exists yeah um but I think the less that I look at it the more comfortable I feel about having body hair or about um being whatever like looking a certain way um and also just talking about it yeah definitely talking about it has helped so much Mm. even like this conversation has helped so much Um, I think talking about it with people you feel comfortable with, Mm. that's the way. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I quickly wanted to touch base with your dad. Like, Mm. do you have, like, a really close relationship with him? I feel like I do. Yeah. I live with him currently. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, And I haven't lived with him since... Well, yeah, I lived with him on and off in high school. Mm. Like, my yeah, mom yeah. and him were split, so I lived with him half-half. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like I do. We also have very different political opinions. We fought a lot. I moved out last time because we fought a lot about feminism. Ah, oh, that and is And about so gender funny. equality. 
Yeah. And um, I, I kind of, like, always got wrapped up in the fact that he has three triplet girls. And I was like, how do you... Yeah. <laughs> how are you not a feminist? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think he's pretty... Di- well, I think he, he tries to be different or he tries to learn. Mm. Like, he'll listen now more to what I'm... Mm. The arguments I'm presenting than he did before. And he's more aware of how emotionally involved I am <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in it. Because, like, last time I moved out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I do have a really close relationship. I definitely have a close relationship with my dad than my two sisters do. I'm probably mm. closer than my brother does. Oh, I was forget you have a brother. Yeah, younger That's brother. That's so funny. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, closer than, I think my mum and I were always too similar mm. to get along as well as my dad and I did. Yeah. do. How does he feel about you? Or do you talk to him about, like, growing your hair and or just hair in general? Yeah, it's funny, like, I don't think I've specifically said, hey, Dan, I have body hair. Like, mm, yeah. I'm growing my body hair out. Yeah. Because I don't think I've specifically said it to anyone except for that time that I was like, hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's definitely something that I've brought up and I've waited for him to react yeah. to. Like, I've, I would have met, like, I would mention something like, oh, I saw someone looking at my armpits today and mm. I thought that that was funny. And I'd wait, I'd wait for his reaction to see if he already knew. Because mm. if a customer knows, prob- like, surely he would see it. Um, and he never does. Yeah. He's never... He'll just, like, comment on the... He'll respond to what I'm saying, but he's mm. never commented on the fact that I do or do not have body hair. Um, so it's never... I feel like that's maybe mm. why I feel so comfortable is because mm. in my life it's so not something that's present in my mind. Yeah. That was, like, the same problem with me when I stopped wearing a bra. Um, like, I... I never knew so, you stopped wearing a bra. Oh, I haven't worn a bra in maybe, like, two years. I, I, wore a bra, I wear bras for the show for the that I have to wear a costume for, and I yeah, yeah. occasionally wear a bralette for something slightly too sheer. Yeah. But apart from that, I don't wear a bra, and mm. it took... That's, that's the other thing where I feel like probably other people will feel the same about growing out their body hair as they would not wearing a bra although like I do also have very small boobs so to me it's not like a yeah it's, it's really like, easy yeah it's very easy for yeah. me to make that choice um but I think the hard part is like people seeing the shape of your boobs and like knowing mm. like people then know that you're not wearing a bra because mm. it's not like a perfect round cup yeah and like the shape of your nipple or if yeah. you're cold or like mm. whatever and it took me a couple months to get over it being in my head mm. like I was thinking about it a lot more yeah, and yeah. this is the same with my armpit hair I originally is I was thinking about it a lot more than I think anybody else was noticing it. Mm-hmm. So it was at the forefront of my mind a lot. And I think the fact that nobody in my close yeah, immediate, pe- immediate circle, circle have they haven't questioned or com- they haven't even commented or brought up the fact that I have body hair yeah. or that I don't wear a bra yeah. means that it's so much easier for me to take it out of that kind mm-hmm. of like front portion of my thought yeah because if it's always on your mind it's kind of an ex- like it's always it's an anxiety yeah. producing definitely thing mm. um, so yeah. yeah he he must be cool with it otherwise he's hiding it very well and he should be an actor <laughs> that's so good but I I think even with um, with just males and like that dynamic of like daughter dad sort of relationship that a lot of the times like males feel really awkward to like yeah. talk about puberty or just stuff like body hair or just be like open yeah to. I was worried that my dad would be like that but I think the fact that I've been so open about it yeah has helped him him feel comfortable about being open yeah about it. um and so like I'll joke about th- I don't know puberty or body hair or mm. having small boobs or like mm. just about my 
my body in a very like back to me feels very factual and just very yeah. there and it's just a part of my physical body like mm. I don't put too much importance or emphasis on yeah. my body meaning something yeah um although obviously you could like externally you could um and I think probably that has meant that he does the same yeah yeah um well to you what is body positivity ah that's a big question yeah probably like well my experience of body positivity is always a cycle and it's always a growth and it's always continuous I don't think there's ever going to be a time where I'm completely positive about my body Mm. or I feel completely comfortable (laughs) um yeah I think it's continuous growth and I think it's continuous knowledge this is how I feel about most of the things that I feel passionate about or the things that I think that I know a lot about Mm. like gender politics or whatever whatever it is identity or whatever I think it's you will never know everything yeah so I'll never stop altering my opinion each like each new piece of information I take in alters my opinion in one one way or the other like it all is affecting the way that I think what I think is true Mm. Uh, so I don't know I think just kind of a a step a step by step day by day like yeah you just have to I don't even know if it's being I think there's probably a line between being comfortable and being uncomfortable if you can sit on that line Mm. for long enough then you're gonna switch yeah, yeah, yeah. to the comfortable yeah I think that's a shitty answer but nah I it's... don't really know I haven't thought about myself as being body, body positive yeah just comfortable with my body just or just okay with other people seeing my body I feel as though it's more just being comfortable with who you are yeah maybe it's not maybe it's weird being like maybe it's not even so much to do with your body because it's body positivity yeah but it's more just being comfortable with the self and how you decide to represent that to the world yeah. and um and like in I don't know like internal stuff so well yeah I probably yeah. think that a better a better idea of my body positivity would mm. be it's not necessarily internally body positive but at least externally I might care I definitely care more about what I think than I do other people yeah everyone so, does that's kind of I feel like maybe that's where my <laughs> foundations mm. are is the fact that if so I don't I don't mind if somebody thinks that I have notices that I have armpit hair and then mm. thinks that I'm gonna smell weird yeah yeah and then smells me and finds out that it's true because I always forget to put deodorant on <laughs> like I don't you know like I don't care yeah yeah that other people will experience my body in a way that I can't control because I couldn't control it anyway mm-hmm. so if it is useful to me and it's doing what it needs to do and it's I f- it feels com- like physically comfortable. Like, yeah. I don't, you know, my armpit's grown out now that it doesn't itch mm. at all. Yeah, yeah. And I don't have to take 10 minutes out of my day to shave it. And sometimes maybe I will have 10 minutes to shave it. But the yeah. moment, I don't, so I don't need to. Yeah. And I think also what's really interesting is that you're not, you're not like, um, I don't even know what the word is, but you're not like putting yourself in this particular box and being like, I've got to prove a point sort of thing that it's more that you're just doing it for yourself. Yeah. Which I think um, on the reverse that sometimes I feel as though people can feel the need that they've got to be this person, that they've got to like adhere to this particular image and that if, for example, they decide to shave, you know, their armpits, um, that they're kind of like conforming. Yeah. Suddenly they're not a feminist. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, 
And I would consider myself a feminist and I'm someone who shaves my armpits, shaves yeah. my legs, um, usually shaves, you know, my pubes or whatnot. And then sometimes I don't if I don't feel like it. Um, but I do it because that's what I feel comfortable with and that's how I feel comfortable representing myself, even though I know that that is very much so influenced by, you know, television, advertising, society, friends and, and whatnot, but it's who I am and I think it's more about just owning that and just the power isn't the choice i think that the the confidence is in the fact that you chose it and that regardless of the way that other people have influenced that choice i think the fact that you feel like you could make the choices mm. that's where the that's where the body confidence is yeah there's your answer <laughs> <laughs> finally oh we got it we got it okay and to finish it um, I'm literally losing my voice. I think I'm getting sick, but, like, whatever. I've been trapped in a small room with you for an hour. Thanks for telling me <laughs> that just then. <laughs> um, okay, I thought at the end, because I was listening to this girl's podcast and she asks, like, people really like quirky questions at the end, so I was okay. like, mm, maybe I should do that. And oh, I'm sick. Okay, let me have some water so I can Okay, uh, this is insane. I don't know how I'm going to edit this because we've literally spoken about just so many interesting a things. A lot of things. Yeah, I'm sorry that I took it a bit off topic. Oh, no, no, no. It was good because I think, for me, I didn't want to, like, box in and be like, we've got to talk about this particular. Mm. I was just, just sitting, having a discussion. Um, okay. Who has influenced you the most in your life? Uh, <laughs> apart from David Bowie. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm so predictable. Um, maybe my grandmother. Hmm. Um, Why? I look up to her a lot. I have a very good, I have a very close relationship with her. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of the closest out of my entire family. Oh, really? And was she the one you went to Paris with when your sisters didn't invite you? Yeah, London. Yeah. <laughs> oh, London. <laughs> Jen, I'm sure if you're listening, I haven't forgotten. I'll never forget. Um, and I I, there's nothing that I wouldn't talk to her about like I don't think I would necessarily say everything that I said in this podcast (laughs) to all of my family members but if she listened to this she would have heard it all before so there's nothing I wouldn't talk to her about Mm -hmm. and I trust her opinion uh well and not necessarily that i trust her i do trust her opinion but i think i i trust her care and her love mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. enough to yeah so i think probably grand wow. like i would do i think How i would do anything she? she asked oh um a 70 78 Phew, she is 78. That was, um, that was rough. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, I do know you. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, who would you invite to dinner, living or dead? Apart from David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> you can say David Bowie if you wanna. Nah, 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 nah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would invite him to dinner. I'd invite him to bed. (laughs) (laughs) You mean young David Bowie or like old as? Either. I like young. I like both, let's be honest. (laughs) Okay. I like young. Let's say young. Young? Yeah. I'd say young. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, I know these are supposed to be quick fire rapid questions. No, no, no. They're not? Okay. Yeah. (sighs) Because that's um, They can be anything. I really I have a very deep love for Natalie Portman. <laughs> oh. So I think that it would be 
like my dream if I could be anybody mm. else on this earth and I don't recommend I don't promote the idea of wanting to be anyone else but if I could be anyone else <laughs> it would be Natalie. Natalie Portman yeah she is oh, she's an amazing actor I really like her did you watch Black Swan? fucking love Black Swan uh, I I was <sighs> have you seen it? yeah yeah oh um, but this was your reaction <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Are you right? Have you seen it? Oh, if you haven't, I would recommend it. Um, Closer too, oh. which is like a kind of more recent one, I think, Ooh, no, or a no, couple years ago. Seen. Closer, mm. so good. Uh, her in Star Wars, so good. Just oh. like I just really, really like her. Her is a like human, and she's like I've never really seen interviews with her. Didn't she go to like Harvard or Yale? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, I I think that is so sick and oh. yeah, just like a lot of R E S P C T. Oh my god. <gasps> okay, what would you eat if you had one day to live and you could only have one meal? Easy. This is the easiest one. Oysters. 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 Really? I love oysters. <laughs> I love them. Don't cook them. <laughs> Don't ruin the taste by cooking them and putting barbecue sauce on them. Ew, who puts barbecue sauce on oysters? Kilpatrick is like... Who? Kil- that's what it's called. Kilpatrick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who? <laughs> what? Um, that's like mm. cooked. No, fuck that. Don't barbecue my oysters. <laughs> Leave them fresh and salty and sea <laughs> Oh my god, I love oysters. I would eat oysters all day every day if I could. Oh my god. I really like oysters. That was actually really unexpected. I don't know what I expected you to say. But not oysters. <laughs> I don't know. Um, what's the best advice you've ever received? I feel as though that question's so cliche, but like, whatever. Oh my god. I don't know. To go off the pill? <laughs> Head off the pill? Yeah. yeah. just screw my emotion. Like, I feel better off the pill. I don't know. Mm. Um, there's there's only one. I don't know if I think that anybody's given me the best advice. Mm. I think that I give myself the best advice. Ooh. And my answer would be, this is my, like, my mantra, is that I'd rather feel everything than nothing. <gasps> Like, you kind of answered my second, uh, which was my last question. Actually, oh, it can be whatever you want. Anyways, continue. <laughs> but I well, really it. love that. Like, I would people, rather feel everything. Yeah. I've kind of been, like, shamed into embarrassment before for being dramatic. Yeah. Or passionate. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather feel everything than nothing. That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> now and then someone asks you that question, you can say that that's the best advice. <laughs> But I totally get what you mean because, like, even me as a person, I'm I'm so emotional that, like, literally one of the reasons why I stopped my blog was just because I was going through, like, a, like a weird time of, like, ending stuff with this guy that I was, like, felt like I was so, like, deeply connected with. And I know that's such a stupid thing to say. Um, but, like... I was just feeling, like, all these emotions, and I remember, like, driving in the car with my aunt, and I was like, I feel as though there's something wrong with me, because I just feel, like, everything so deeply, and if I, like, let someone into my life, or if I decide, you know, to start a project, then I'm gonna become obsessed with it, and then if I'm not into something, I'm just gonna, like, leave it, like, there's no halfway point sort of thing, and, um... 
yeah, and with that, th- at the start of the year, I was just like, who am I? Like, why do I feel so much? And now I'm coming to a point of just being like, who cares? This yeah. is me. Yeah. Like, I feel it all. I, yeah. I really like yeah. hanging around me. Like, I, I really like it. I'm not going <laughs> to stop. Yeah. I have to be with me all the time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I have mm-hmm. to be with me 24-7. Other people are going to have to be with me, like, a couple hours a day. Yeah, yeah. I have to suffer this all the time. So yeah. I might as well just, like, go for it. I love that. Enjoy it. And I guess my last question is, if you could spread one message to the world, what would it be? That's definitely what I think it would be that. Yeah. Feel everything. Don't limit yourself. Yeah, I think that's what it would be. I mean, like, you know, a really wise lady once said to me, I'd rather feel everything. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. Thank you so much, Maddie, for being the first guest on Taylor. Thank you for having me. Um, You even brought me sparkling water. Like, there's nothing more I could have asked for. Except for maybe oysters. Yeah, maybe oysters. Maybe next time. Yeah. I'll bring I'll bring oysters. <laughs> but yeah, this is just good. And I think at the end of the day, if you guys want to chat with other people about body hair or just, I don't know, just life in general, just start a conversation. I feel as though that's like the most important thing. It feels good. Living in our time. Yeah. Because so much is happening. And I know like, I don't know, 50 years from now, maybe like 50, 40 years from now. Or, like, even if you have kids sort of thing. Or just people, they're going to be, t- t- like, asking us what our times were like sort of thing. Yeah. And how to deal. I don't even know. Now I'm just rambling. But whatever. Anyways, <laughs> if you, like, kept up to this point, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> now I've got to figure out how to stop this. I think I just press the stop button. Yeah. Okay, then. Bye. Bye. Do you want to say bye? Bye. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Taylor. To explore more Taylor things, visit the blog at taylor.me. You'll find further articles, visuals, and a space to think, learn, and grow. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.